listen to the black guy who tips podcast because rod and karen are hot i don't puff blood so i always got my breath never had to battle with a bulletproof vest they call me cock weasel but i still cave a chest i don't wear them jerry curls because i'm not <laughs> from the west no disrespect to the west true indeed i rock it to the east because the east is the seed to see them the seed of them that days back you sheepskins and hot tracks peace to mr magic things are getting tragic now we on some new stuff never fear the ku cluck <clears throat> my own clan is acting up i blame it on the philly blunt what you gonna do kids are acting Ooh, hill is getting fed up yo where's the corporate at mr three-piece suit check the square roots gavos and timberland boots nah that's the serpents and know them garment tips i got a head full of problems and a hand full of nappy roots hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and karen we're live on a saturday afternoon ready to do some feedback yes we are if you're premium you got a brand new pregame brand new balls deep yes and i was there karen was on both and we got a movie review of um uh disobedience which was about them lesbians in that orthodox jewish community um so <laughs> you can check that out kind of lesbian heavy on the uh white people artistic reviews lately Come I, on. the the favorite and now this i don't, I don't know what's gotten into me and justin mm-hmm. we out here for freedom <laughs> uh you can you can find us on itunes and stitcher podomatic appreciate everybody takes time out to do that mm-hmm. the official weapon of the show is the an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and um like today's podcast is brought to you by people that took the time out to donate to the show yes sir the, the real mvps they don't get anything for what they do they just they want to put a little something extra in the plate just for us you know and i appreciate them you can donate to the show by going to the blackouttips.com looking on the right hand side and choosing an option you can choose to donate once you can choose recurring you can choose any amount we take them all we don't appreciate them i mean we don't uh we don't uh turn anything back we appreciate them all um and of course feedback will be collected whether it's five star reviews on itunes or stitcher whether it's um uh emails the black guy who tips at gmail.com voicemails as long as they're two minutes or less at 704-557-0186 um you can also comment on our website the black guy who tips.com and leave us little uh you know little things inside of there let us know like hey let me leave a little a uh, little, little comment on the poll let me leave a little comment on on the episode we appreciate y'all to take the time out to do that um our, speaking of the people who donated i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song is for you today's a new day new day new dinero Virginia g thank you so much for your recurring donation our boy wonga from the land down under we appreciate you mm-hmm. ray sonny shout out to her back in nyc i'll see you thank you dana w shout out to dana we appreciate you samuel hj thank you samuel tanya s thank you tanya mm-hmm. ashia b i think that's how you pronounce it or it's aisha b but either way thank you Charlotte Wong Esquire, please say the Esquire. Better she earned it. Lisa D, thank you so much. Not related to Cynthia D, but also thank you. Tiffany B, appreciate you, Tiffany. Jane M, thank you. Kelly C, thank you. Jeff F, appreciate you. 
alfonso m come on down design t thank you uh palmetto stone magic thank you uh david c thank you david autumn w thank you my brother rodney thank you rodney Mm -hmm. joy m appreciate you damien j thank you damien oh wait no damien jackson i I am for real real. thank you very much kyle k thank you very much celeste m appreciate you dr bambi thank you doctor Mm -hmm. monique s thank you monique got and that's a brand new recurring donator Mm -hmm. monique go to the new members class all right aisha y thank you aisha and that is everybody thank you so much today's a new day now tell me where are my blue skies where is that love y'all nothing but love to join us all right the truth is i almost gave up my power that i can't explain fell from heaven like a shower i smile even though it hurts me i smile i know god is working so i smile even though I've been here for a while, I smile, smile. It's so hard to look up when you look down. Show sure a hate to see you give up now. You look so much better when you smile. All right. Let's get any five-star reviews, Karen. Let's do it. Uh, Podcast Goat by Equality Mess. Shout out. Think I follow you on Twitter. Hey, baby the best period dropping my five star coins in the collection plate because they deserve thank you for noticing we do deserve yes we do five on it ow by ek hines who says your face will never simply the best exactly and i know a lot of these people faves and you right they won't Mm-mm. struggling black unc charlotte student five stars by kayla uh kayla wait kayla h who says hey y'all hey I found out about your podcast video, Medium Popcorn. Uh, we do love them. Yes, we got two niggas spoiling movies. Yeah. Brandon Collins. That's me. And Justin Brown for so your movie news. Oh, anyway. Uh, and fell in love with from the Bullet Ball episode. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I never laugh harder and have sprinkled in the phrase, my point, in the most mundane conversation. <laughs> please keep up being the positive people you are living on a pwi with dining halls from hell away from family could make anyone sad but y'all bright my day sending love kayla thank you thank you and that is so dope you want to see charlotte we from charlotte you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying i've been on that campus before um i didn't That's go to school there though big campus yeah it's a big campus um but yeah being away from home man it does suck i i didn't have podcasts when i was a kid so mm-hmm. when i was at college we was i was listening to i don't know what the fuck i was listening to rap yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was listening yeah. to music. you know what i had 1996 uh album releases that's what i had <laughs> come on <laughs> so i was we actually good. had to go to the record store i you know. i had a good year of music yeah when people go dig through the crates now it's like a phrase no it was literally crates so we dug in them yeah like, really probably dug. better it was a podcast wouldn't have got around to listening okay mm-hmm. i had lauren hill come on uh i had wu-tang all right um let's see who else we got here mr fineapple mr fineapple says karen and her spouse five stars love this show so much karen and her spouse Rema- uh, romaine wow really 
keep me up on current uh, events and humorous <laughs> and informative in a humorous and informative way p.s karen will shame you like a black auntie whose niece brought a craft mac and cheese to the cookout and by the way <laughs> my name is rod and granny smith apples are disgusting they are trash and are meaningless to our society as humans oh my Aww. god wow Aww. wow mr fine apple the, the audacity laughing hysterically while walking down detroit city streets from batman of the world i have been listening to the blackout to us about eight to ten months now and it is great i regularly i walk regularly for health and love listening to blackout tips using ipod cruncher or iCatcher on my phone it t- it makes the time fly by the only problem i have is that people think i'm a crazy person when i'm laughing hysterically while walking down the detroit city streets <laughs> i know they do baby yeah you know i respect that man um i, I always see like this dude that listens to music around here he be dancing he be getting on it. the sidewalk and i'm like you know the first time you see it it's like this nigga is crazy yeah but it's, you know it's a shock. after like the 37th time driving by that dude dancing I'm, right. i'll be like you know good for him he getting his life to whatever he listening to now i don't agree with everything rod and karen believe but i respect the way they both present themselves and their opinion thank you i know that means you hate trans people and don't believe in equality and that's fine that's fine hopefully we can wear you down you keep listening you be like these nice uh southern acceptable people now we will wear you down you ain't the only one that was like i don't agree with y'all yeah let's be honest it's never everything bagels or granny smith apples it's always it's always something problematic like like you like listen that. long enough you might change your mind so i hope that we wear you down and one day you see that there's no harm and respecting people and their gender orientation and their pronouns the other thing i love is how rod and karen are a team rod and karen are like salt and pepper ribs and barbecue sauce or rum and coke well that sounds like a meal right there come on i'm hungry yeah get some coleslaw and hush puppies and we have a meal <laughs> i know if the show wanted it could go to the next level like a netflix or amazon special you are that good <laughs> oh, that is nice i don't know I those know. white people or how to get in contact with them but Mm-mm. if i did i would absolutely be on amazon or netflix something being problematic like we get we really get canceled in wait till everybody hears the shit they don't agree with right uh we need voices like yours that express how many black people feel living day-to-day cured to good work thank you thank you yeah and and you know that's the thing man i don't feel like anyone agrees with everybody on 100 percent of anything Mm -mm. um i'm not and, and and it's not that uh i like disagreeing with folks i really don't to be honest but i respect that there's a lot of people and karen can vouch for this there's a lot of opinions that i feel are valid in a way that there's merit to it but there even when i arrive at a different conclusion i see the merit to like and how you got there mm-hmm. i think too much of our conversation now start from a bad place of we disagree you're a bad person and you're trying to come at me um you know in a certain way and i think if people knew how much i listen to folks that i love care about know friends with or just fans of where i'm like oh yeah i wholeheartedly disagree with the way they came to that conclusion or whatever that point was but i'll be listening next week i don't i'm not required to agree with everything and i wish i hope i hope people listen to us in the same spirit because i'm not looking for sycophants i'm not looking for um cult members or some shit like we gonna disagree us but how do we handle those disagreements how do we 
um how do we arrive at compromise or or solutions or whatever you know and yeah there's always things that go beyond the pale i think every human being has their things right i have mine people have theirs and 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 in that case then i would assume i wouldn't listen to someone i just wouldn't fuck with them but you know within a certain range of 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 things there's there's things i'm willing to listen to and be like i disagree and whatnot so yeah it's i don't take any shade from that i never expect anybody to agree with everything Mm -mm. the shit we're saying i'm sure is out there to a lot of people of course (laughs) i always try to tell people i'm in a i'm in a very liberal bubble of like people in general you know some of the shit i disagree with you know i'm sure people hate that i disagree they wish i did you know Mm -hmm. it just happens anyway i'm not ashamed karen five stars by i miz i um i love this podcast Rod and karen our relationship goals oh it warms my heart to hear how endearing and respectful you both are to one another the show is great too uh i love the games i know all the songs and i caught myself singing aloud at my desk the other day oh well, be man. careful with songs i know can't sing them all guess the race fucking with black people i mean maybe maybe you can sing i smile all right you know that kirk, that kirk franklin you might be able to sing that along with us i i don't know i feel like it's uh some dicey dicey going there when you start throwing in uh, <laughs> uh guess the race and shit um now we did i did put out more sport movie reviews i updated the feed um because every month uh libson allows me to update the feed and then it goes back to dormant again uh so we haven't got any new reviews since i updated it last last uh five star review for spoil it's called the blackout to sport movie reviews the last five star review was uh, uh november 21st um so we would like to get more five star reviews we got 18 ratings over there that's good Woo-hoo! um just realized i didn't rate it myself just did we got 19 ratings over there so yeah, one of them is me because i did it yeah i forgot so now we got 19 but yeah leave five star reviews for that if you guys are into that if you like movies you like hearing yeah, our thoughts on them we are mm-hmm. yeah a lot of you be like what y'all think about this what y'all think about this that this is a way for y'all to hear what we thought about these movies well these are older movies though so just letting you know like we the feed will always be behind the current feed premium people get the new shit first but right now it's at the spoiler review 119 triple x the return of xander cage um but there's plenty of other ones in there fences um la la land you might want to know we thought about that hidden figures uh passengers assassin's creed rogue one a star wars story uh fantastic beasts and where to find them moonlight uh dr strange there's a lot of uh, a lot of good ones tyler perry's boo a medea halloween which was a that was so much fun queen of Katway. that was good too you know so maybe you're breezing, breezing through uh netflix being like oh i just saw this movie yeah. well now you have an archive of shit you can check out yes. sausage party everything war dogs kubo on the two strings amazing mm-hmm. don't breathe man we saw some good movies all right let's get into uh but there were no reviews for that and then i forgot to check to see if there were any for uh stitcher give me one second to do that no problem oh so you finished that person's review mm-hmm. okay um let's see if there's any on stitcher i don't think there will be but you know just to be thorough thought i'd give it a shot yeah um then we'll move into the website theblackguytips.com and your comments there all right cool nothing all right let's go into the website episode 1804 popping ballos um 
where we didn't have any comments but we had a poll and the poll had comments do you think people will try to cancel Nicki minaj yes or no 39 percent said yes 61 percent said no uh now it's interesting at the time we made this poll i would have said no but i don't know now man it's been a week and she getting worse progressively worse like the dude she's dating is like you know um she came out and defended him and said well y'all talking about sexual assault he made a mistake but they was in a relationship she was 16 he was 15 and y'all you know tripping basically you know that that y'all would even bring that up i remember you telling me that okay well the newest thing is someone's this is why in the age of tmz i don't know why the fuck people try it but they went and looked up details and they're saying the rape happened at gunpoint he was it was also kidnapping involved so now it's like sis that don't sound like an argument in our relationship now so yeah maybe she will he told her yeah so maybe people will try to cancel her i don't know i'm feeling i'm I'm more closer to yes now than i was to no i put it that way a week ago i would have said absolutely not now i'm like and these are some pretty you hanging out with some pretty sketchy people and this become a pattern anyway 61 percent say no 39 percent say yes joe says they'll try to cancel her but they won't succeed well that's i mean that's why i said try to cancel her everyone is right no one gets canceled they just fall further and further in their relevance as they age without wisdom and the fickle people who love them will have long moved on to the next toy christmas is coming nikki and there's something wrapped in red under the tree or in bodak yellow i'm not good with metaphors <laughs> brooklyn shubay says no one gets canceled look who is president we now think of george w as an okay president so yeah that's true that is so true and he was not a good president one of the reasons i didn't really have much to say about george george hw or george w last week or whenever that dude died is because i don't think people want to admit it but trump has successfully moved the country so right that um it has made people finally remember their administrations and it's a fact of it's just i know it's emotional but it's just a fact of life so i didn't even spend time yelling into the wind about how remember how terrible they were no they don't remember because this person is so worse and and y'all and white people did that yes they did like that like white people did that to the country they made what i mean honestly at this point i don't really want to hear about michelle obama and, and barack obama's quote-unquote capitalism Mm-mm. or um or uh drones because y'all don't care y'all don't care when it's anyone else y'all raised the bar to an impossible level when it's a black person in that office and when it was anybody else it's been lowered and y'all lowered it so far from motherfucking trump i all your critiques fall on deaf ears to me now i'm like well you don't care nope and never did all right we got episode 1805 i would rather die on this hill where kevin hart uh decided that um he did not give a fuck about uh hosting the oscars nope i would rather die and fooled a lot of people i didn't think it was happening but i was listening to uh keith and the girl one of my favorite podcasts and they were talking about it and it sounds like the consensus is kind of like if you're not in the nuance of it kind of on twitter and everything it seemed like the general consent and i and i would think that they probably have more of a general consensus than we do Mm -hmm. the general consensus outside of like twitter and like very black spaces pro pro progressive spaces is 
that he did the right thing stepped down because he was a distraction and he apologized so all good no harm no foul as opposed to he shirked responsibility didn't want to apologize put out that video saying you know if y'all gonna then y'all might as well fire me because i ain't gonna i ain't never apologizing and then basically had to apologize after he quit for a lot of us we're like oh that was actually kind of cowardly what he did but i think a lot of people because i think the vast majority of the public doesn't pay that close of attention mm-hmm. most people probably think he did the right thing and that he was a good person for stepping down and that's what that's what an ally should do and you know it's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out but i, I really do think maybe we were you know more nuanced about it and because we just are in that circle yeah, and it's also one of those things too. We we talking about how he had to apologize anyway. Yeah, because he got what is it, Pets Two coming out where he's literally the star. Yeah, of Secret Pets Life 2. of Pets Two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's like dog, oh, you the the cute little bunny. People don't want to have to think about that when they're taking their kids to see this movie. Yeah, and sometimes I feel like you know it's and I do this when I listen to podcasts. I listen to uh, T with Queen and Jay. This happens all the time when I listen to them they'll be going off on some idea and i'll be like yes fucking exactly that is how the world should work it's that simple make it so and then i go outside to the real world i'm like nothing works this way everybody's piece of shit you know (laughs) why can't we decide and so um i think maybe that happens with our show too where sometimes i'm talking to you i'm talking to my friends i'm talking about going back forth with the audience and it's like yeah kevin hart was fucked up for that but then if you think about it in regular real life it's well the oscars lost they don't have a host now maybe they should not have a host no one wants that gig you know people online right because the thing is nobody wants that gig because they was like hey if i go y'all gonna come through my shit too and i fucked up so no i don't want the gig because i don't want to be bothered with y'all quote unquote canceling me yeah michael chase on snl telling people like if you don't let kevin hart do it you won't let anybody do it like they basically made it into he's the victim and it seems to be successful so i don't think it's i think we may be the ones who are more holding him accountable quote unquote not even holding him accountable that's a bad i hate that term we're more we're the ones paying more attention i'll put it that way that's what it is more attention i don't know him to hold him accountable the, the general masses they don't all they see he fucked up he apologized the end uh patty m says that thing that made me cringe on this episode was when karen said the thing that made me cringe on this episode was when karen said i don't want any type of stickiness or gravy from niggas ew laugh my ass <laughs> off and rod please shame these reminiscent sucking on uh mama's teats niggas lol thank you patty i forgot this episode i talked about them titties <laughs> emil says hey tbgwt i'm visiting from earth 38 and i just wanted to comment on this episode i've only listened to the episode on my earth but i'm assuming it was identical here on earth one also why do you get to be earth one and us were 38 is it because we had supergirl and you only had the flash and arrow anywho i wanted to comment on kevin hart isn't it great that after making these reprehensible homophobic jokes in his stand-up a few years ago that he did the bare minimum and apologized i don't even think he meant the apology but we know the bar is set so low for straight people that all he had to do was release a carefully worded sincere sounding apology through his publicist as soon as his old jokes were surfaced now everyone bought it but abc accepted it and kept him on his host even alluding to him doing it next year as well he's appearing with ellen on her show this week and he's fully on his way to image rehabilitation this is just like that time last year when on earth 38 lena dunham swiftly condemned the writer for his sexual assault even though he was her friend and colleague she's such an intersectional feminist 
i'd love to write about how great president hillary clinton is doing in office halfway through her term <laughs> can you believe that nut job trump thought he could win in what world but i've got to go my earth one host says that uh they have a kevin hart instagram post for me to watch and catch me up on all the earth one news ta-ta oh amelia about to be so disappointed i know enjoy your earth great uncle Bob says thanks for being one of the few podcasts to actually go deep into the context of this kevin hart mess to show why he's wrong all the way around the actual jokes that he told the non-apology apology that folks are saying he already gave so move on and the whack what about ism to pivot responsibility away from him because somebody someone else is trash too yeah I, I think i don't know people are so scared of i don't know it's like i don't know it's like people don't want to think someone's bad especially when they're famous like that and he's made a career off of being like an affable short black dude so you don't want to think that he can do anything to hurt anybody but i don't know it's like this is what it keeps striking me um how sensitive his response was he was hurt right he's laying there with his shirt off he wants everyone to like him whether he you know that's what probably what drives him to be so dedicated to being funny right or or, you know affable um well what about the way your shit hurts people too how come your hurt is the only hurt that counts how come you get to sit there and cry or sit there and be sad and quote martin luther king out of context and skip over the parts where he you know where martin luther king went on to advocate for how you should be advocating for your brothers and sisters and the people that are downtrodden that was like the next sentence in that quote but he just skipped over it um he made himself the victim in a way that i just it works because i just don't think accountability is a thing for a lot of folks and if you say you're the victim people kind of will flock to that anyway um and unless you're privy to the online discussions which i wish i wasn't but i am uh i can't miss them unless you're privy to the online discussions you really don't see how harmful what he's doing is because once you see people defend him on some y'all gay people need to lighten up the gay people are even more this gay these this gay uh um culture and generation is way more sensitive and this that and the other and and essentially these people are advocating for hey we should be able to joke about killing gay children that's what they're advocating you know he's advocating for hey i'm too good to apologize for this shit uh especially if it's coming between if you're gonna make me apologize i ain't gonna do it you know it's just weird it's weird and stupid but whatever something is really wrong with lena dunham folk really let her keep rocking after uh even after the, all the stuff she admitted to in her own book and it's just been issue after issue with her yep that's white girls phase man why and judd apatow like it ain't us holding her up Mm-mm. that's why when uh <laughs> nick cannon tried to say that like y'all let these white people win like no, no black person gives a fuck about these white people leave us alone right who fucked up more kevin hart or lena dunham was the poll 90 percent said who can lena dunham lena dunham that is correct <laughs> how can you call her lena it's lena you've been saying that for years oh uh, lean them done them 90 percent. if you can't beat them join them is what i say beat them join them lean them done them kevin hart 10 percent. got comments brooklyn shubay says lena dunham stay fucking up so i don't expect better but kevin hart only fucks up with with his wife so i'm very surprised 
i'm also a little disappointed because i'm a long time kevin hart fan i appreciate his hustle i thought the oscars was a glow up for him something he hasn't been in the game long enough to get my daughters and i love kevin if we just want if we just want him to have i want to have fun even at home we just throw on one of the specials of movies order a pizza and laugh out loud pure silly i'm just disappointed he should have apologized off the bat and shut the fuck up not counting his opinion on antidepressants you have never caught tom cruise being problematic so he will remain my celebrity fave lol yeah whatever scientology thing but good luck uh here's the thing with kevin hart too i thought that was funny kevin hart has made an entire career politically being just like i don't talk politics right i don't i'm not divisive i don't talk politics i just keep it at jokes i stay out of that shit i don't want to you know he all lives mattered some a comment just a year or two ago um very pull yourself up by your bootstraps type of mentality you would think he would just stay away from the idea of joking about sexuality in that way because nigga you don't want to be involved in the politics of the lgbtq community you you know what goes under the radar when nick cannon pointed out those three white women that he said oh y'all said uh homophobic slurs and tweets well they've actually done work and all, all of them have done work in those communities too and nobody wants to talk about that because it's inconvenient so all those women who apologize and then actually put people gay lgbtq voices in positions to be heard and to get paid on their platforms all of those women went on and did that they actually have more room to say i grew i changed and this is my work right here are the receipts nobody want to hear that shit because at least not the people around me because you know it's so like you gotta almost be on board with like a white person's name come up they trash you almost gotta Mm -hmm. be on board with that shit and because i'm like yeah it's nuanced to it you know it's not convenient to folks like people can be whack in one area and great in another you know um amy schumer has had some some jokes that she said she wouldn't repeat uh she's been accused of stealing jokes um being racist all this shit you know she's also had one of the most feminist tv shows of all time inside amy schumer was one of those and it wasn't just her it was a lot of people that worked over there that were getting voices heard Mm -hmm. um it's you know it's not convenient you know wanda sykes got a check fucking with her like it's not black and white and even with kevin hart is you know the main thing for him is that this is a very big weak spot for him because he normally doesn't step his foot in these areas but he's got other shit too colorism um you know obviously cheating on his wife and shit which is personal but once you're a celebrity that becomes not personal for a lot of folks so you know it's it's not even about vilifying him or whatever it's just i i just wish he didn't i just thought it was so stupid and needless and it was about pride for him and i thought he i thought he really messed up and i wish um i wish he didn't come to that because i think he could have been hosting the oscars and it would have been a great moment for everybody Yes, sir. not just him but if he really claims to have changed and whatever if he cared about that i'm not saying he has to but if he cared um i feel like that would have been a great moment for a lot of people to be like look man you can come out of this like this this mentality this toxic shit you don't have to live in this but and and not everyone's gonna like you and everybody's not gonna forgive you and that's fine too uh erica says congrats kevin hart you played yourself should have just apologized as for lena dunham fucker 
phil says this is a no contest for me that's sad excuse of for a human willingly covered up an actual crime and claimed to also have evidence against another woman's story while sabotaging her career i believe kevin should have apologized and got a great lesson out of this but as you said right you can't teach those that don't want to learn and that man had zipped up his backpack and walked out the class that's alina lena dunham vote for me thanks all thanks for all the great content right uh karen phil joe says kev has made a few blunders since acquiring platinum status but this l's affect uh him and him his l's affect him and him alone okay and his wife but it's still in the house either t- every time i hear a story about lena it's some horrific heathers level treachery <laughs> heathers oh that's so good people talk about taylor swift <sighs> but she has nothing on the bullshit that lena dunham seems to have pull to pull regularly make me makes me wonder about that whole crew her schumer jennifer lawrence they are all like these um those unpopular girls at every white tv high school and the ones who try to convince everyone everyone that the popular girls are so cruel but meanwhile they're doing much worse stuff to everyone yeah I, I, can you not throw j-law in there though i don't feel like jennifer lawrence hadn't done nothing to nobody can we just are we coming for her already i feel like j-law probably had like one slip up and it's just mostly that she's a white woman so it's like throw her in the pot but can we wait can we wait till she do something she seemed to be pretty you know i don't know am i missing something you know i mean i get that she's mm, i almost said something real shady about her while i'm trying to compliment her moving on moving on Mm, you know what that's called growth that's called growth <laughs> yes i almost said some shady shit like why did i do that uh gn says i think come on you know you want them to remember you differently <laughs> i think if we look at the hard facts <laughs> lena dunham to a very public to, told a very public lie to protect the rapist and discredit his victim kevin hart is unfortunately just like a lot of people even though it is possible that someone felt affirmed in their homophobia after hearing kevin hart being homophobic and did did something violent against an lgbtq person then maybe kevin hart is worse his apology was definitely worse which is shocking especially since dumbass had an opportunity to learn just two weeks ago when he had that little cowboys and indians party right that said lena dunham positioned herself as a champion of feminism and then went against her own supposed values if last year you asked me if i thought kevin hart was homophobic i would have said probably lena dunham almost definitely knew what she was doing was wrong kevin hart probably still doesn't get it they can both kick rocks yeah i'm i'm i feel you and especially that part about um uh if you would ask if kevin hart was homophobic yeah because i remember we covered an article where he went on this big rant about how he would never play a gay character and all this shit so yeah i mean yeah you'd probably be batting 100 with just about anybody sim simma says kevin hart could have apologized for old offenses and most people would have moved on lena dunham is terrible on so many levels and this time she used her privilege and platform to attempt to shame and cover up a rape white woman privilege is being offensive over and over but your apology is somehow seen as sincere and worthy of redemption i don't normally advocate violence but if a white woman were to cuss dunham out and knock her on her ass publicly i would tweet all the congratulatory gifts fuck her forever ever yeah and i gotta say i'm in the lena dunham camp too i don't think uh i think she was worse uh what did you what about you karen oh yeah yeah they both of them was horrendous but yes for her is worse yeah covering up a rape man i can't be- i still can't believe i think part of the problem is they gave her a platform to then like edit the issue and shit just 
like when is enough enough with her i don't i just don't get i know nobody gets canceled but she's one of those people where i just don't even get how she's so uh important to people right and and you like like you said y'all have people there whose job is to read and edit this somebody should have read that and edited that completely different i was like what you're not gonna do is put this bullshit out it's like don't y'all have a million white women like lena dunham what's so what's so special that she needs to hang on uh the poll we had 1806 with bossy called who is y'all and we had several comments let's get into it okay uh joe writes in great episode y'all won with this one bossy is great hope she appears again really soon well the door's always open Mm -hmm. this is a very good conversation that you all had about kevin hart and kyler murray and their respective actions regarding the ghost of tweets past the internet is like the telephone before they came up with innovations private numbers answer machines star 69 call id i understand about the free speech argument but the answer is somewhere between technology innovation and regulation whether government or private companies i don't like people playing on my phone and i don't need to deal with outlandish people that i don't know who which is worse kevin hart trying to act tough before ultimately apologizing anyway or the myriad of brothers working hard to keep kev uh to keep the kev account i saw today that where Charlemagne clocked in for duty even after seeing the fails of canon cedric and dl kev must give out great benefits uh, meanwhile all he had to do was be an adult about the situation explain himself but nope kev thought that he had reached the a-list mountaintop and could big time people now well tough shit kev there's always a soul train awards i guess joking but kev needed that lesson on just how expendable he can still can be i hate that they got to kyla mary though that is really fucked up that said someone should have gotten to him before now to delete those messages um last point i think every black person of a certain age can speak to having watched dukes of hazard when we were kids i don't know if any actual grown people watch that show because it is awful to attempt to watch now i figured out the problem not from the flag on the car but from the damn song that the horn played i believe it was dixie yeah i think it was dixie Um, and when you learn about the history of that song like i did listening to uncivil you was like oh oh okay okay yeah as far as um the stuff you said about kevin hart um and the people clocking in for duty to defend him i think that's the problem with a lot of this shit it doesn't become about the offense is it this the defense of what was said and why no one should be bothered by it that just that's the part that i always find draining you know um i didn't see cedric the entertainer but you know it's all these people that don't have to say nothing they literally don't have to say anything yeah and honestly i feel like dl was probably the worst because dl is so super sensitive about race anything he will find a way to be offended about that shit if you you know there's no defensive jokes and shit for other people um as far as Charlemagne, um it is what he do that's just what he do like you know michael che was the same i just think it's what people do is you know my thing is um you still it tell it's like the freedom of speech argument it's the people you defend and what you defend that they say that tells a lot about your whole freedom of speech thing because you only pull that shit out when you really do low-key agree and what what people are telling me is that i low-key agree with you know uh bullying gay people and shit and then when some one of them dies or kills themselves or something then i will act all sad but i don't really believe it and i believed um when they had that uh two days of the breakfast club where they talked about trans people 
with janet mock and some of the very rude fucked up questions they asked and then the next day or whenever they had a little duvall on and they made jokes about trans people and how funny it was and killing them and shit how the fuck could, do you expect those people to then turn around and be like well i was involved in that but let me tell you it's wrong what kevin hart said no he, he's gonna agree you can break a troy over a kid's face for being gay and that's funny d ranzi ph dunn says love having bossy on the show she should do a drive-by at least once or twice a month the deuce of hazard flashback was everything i'm at my desk now on youtube watching the wwe's top five best returns for stone cold steve austin hashtag rednecks <laughs> dear queen hey queen karen and rob i'm not sure i should use my real name for this so feel free to make one up all right what name would you like to make up for this lady uh carla carla all right Mm -hmm. carla just finished up listening episode 1806 and your childhood love of the dukes of hazard had me snickering at my desk it brought back a memory i too have a confederate picture somewhere in the universe lol when i was still young enough to be in the daycare we were cleaning out a storage closet when i came across what my auntie would call a do-rag it was red white and blue it had stars all over it i instantly asked if i could have it i remember two of the teachers were black they kind of froze i remember one of them saying you don't want that and not understanding i quickly replied yes i do can i please have it i can uh uh if i can uh put my hair up at night i guess no one felt like putting up a fight so they said fine and continue re- cleaning the closet i went on went on a summer camping trip and wore it enough times that somewhere out there is a picture of me wearing an unfolded confederate flag on my head shaking my head there's oh, no mistaking what it was at all you didn't know cut to the sometime in the sixth grade at the time i was really self-conscious about my hair it was broken and short and overpermed and greased and generally a mess it was te- i was teased mercilessly by teachers and students alike throughout the elementary school and middle schoolers were 10 times worse uh one day i'm pulling out old clothes and i get to the idea try to be cute and repurpose some scars i come across my red and blue do-rag with white stars on it folded into a headband combed my hair into a swoop and thought i was really doing something because the colors played off my new shoes and seemed to fit the yay american fad that took over the middle school after 9-11 oh no when i got to school i remember feeling more put together than usual i was feeling myself all the way to after school when i went to refold my repurposed headband and boy a boy came up to me and said what are you wearing he was visibly upset at first i thought he was going to roast me so i scrambled to put it back on to put it back on fearing i messed up my hair he snatched it from me and said why are you wearing a confederate flag you're black usually something like this would be said to me because i knew every lincoln park single word for word but he seemed so mad and i was so lost i feel i feel like my education uh in this regard was disjointed my school was diverse but heavy on white lieutenant's kids in school we would get lessons on slavery jim crow martin luther king in february uh then have to talk about random battles and, and war heroes in the civil war the rest of the semester I, I never felt like it was all the same subject it didn't hold much meaning to me then that was the day this super pro black kid in school who's now my weed connect taught me about the confederacy and the flag and it all clicked the random stares the looks on my daycare teacher's faces everything the light bulb came on and i couldn't throw that thing away fast enough there i was a whole ass preteen with no clue thank god this was before the internet Woo. ain't that the truth baby sorry this is kind of long thanks for the memory love you too we can't wait till you're back on the west coast happy holidays whatever name y'all made up thank you carla thank you carla and that is a nightmare story and a half damn because if you don't know you don't know and that's why people it's really important and, and it's hard though because mm-hmm. you want the 
the schools to do the job but the schools don't do the job and a lot of times parents don't have the time to do the job unless your parents take the extra effort to teach you and a lot of parents can't teach you because they're not even aware of the history and things themselves to give you the knowledge or equip you to know these things yeah so so it's almost like a catch-22 and i think it's purposefully designed like that to keep people ignorant um the thing for me is you gotta you gotta be militant about your kids if you're black but you don't want to ruin their child right because you strip them away just from that pureness and that happiness of just being a child and you don't want to dump the worries of the world on them at such a young age where they don't even enjoy childhood you know you have a a five and a six-year-old you know that's very militant and next thing you know they can't even actually go outside and play and just enjoy being a child you know so i do understand it and it has to be tough for parents like when do we have these conversations or when do we talk about things or what's appropriate at what age yeah i do wonder what adults are in your life that never noticed you were wearing that headscarf or if they noticed it and let it slide that would be the question i have like it's not your fault but Mm -mm. i would feel if i was an adult i would feel obligated to be like hey can i pull you to the side let you know uh brooklyn shoebag says bossy was a wonderful guest please come on again bossy and i will join your problematic black kids that love dukes of hazard club we'd have fights in school about which car was faster the general lee or kit man i remember when i made the connection of the confederate flag and general lee in civil war it was like a punch to the chest i felt like a race trader lol <laughs> also i had a huge crush on bo duke the blonde one aka john schneider in all seriousness when your eyes become open it could be really depressing it's like your innocent childhood is being horribly tainted right it can be very very uh depressing and even as an adult <laughs> once you quote unquote become woke and you look at the world differently you can't unsee it and before you know you start analyzing things around you differently and you start questioning things and you start making connections to things in in your past and in history that you never thought about before and like you say it's one of those things and i will continue to say this once you're woke you can never go back to sleep you might can take a nap but you can never go back to sleep again this is america come on don't catch you slipping up uh kara says now listener new listener here so i'm still learning but i want to say i thoroughly enjoyed this episode and like on latinx i'm a latina and i haven't fully embraced using the term latino to me is sometimes like saying hey guys to a group of people regardless of how they identify but really it hasn't caught on with me because we already have a term to address our people regardless of gender identity latin latin music latin grammys etc um uh i'm not saying it won't catch on with me i'll call people latinx if they prefer i prefer latina and latino is fine with me as a group i don't feel excluded as a woman by latino reference maybe i need better education but from scholars because literally my whole family will roll their eyes at latinx now nah, i've actually listened to um i listened to conversations with people who hate me by uh, dylan Marin's podcast mm-hmm. and he had one about somebody who used the term latinx and then this person that disagreed and the argument they got into and all this stuff and i know enough to know i that ain't my table you know what i'm saying <laughs> like like so you know we had someone write in to be like y'all should use it we had people write in to say y'all shouldn't now and uh you're writing in being like i'm not really um offended by it or not offended but you know a lot of my family would be i don't have the answers i'm not a scholar on this i'm not an expert on this um and like bossy said sometimes in in the circles we roll in 
you just try not to like i don't want to give people shit if it's bothering them you know right. and i don't know what bothers people more i haven't really had a lot of people that seem to be offended by saying latinx but you know at the same time I, who knows you know maybe they're offended and they just have approached me or maybe it's not a big deal to them right. but i've actually actually not had that many people offended by latino or latina either just a few people that will correct like no it's actually this so i don't know yeah and just listening to that same conversation you were talking about i think it might be somewhat of a generational change shift because seeing like latinx is more newer to the culture so it you know sometimes some people are they just reject it on his face because it's different um but like i'm like roger i don't know so it's like i just use whatever is considered inclusive um but if you tell me you personally tell me otherwise i will try my best to adapt and adjust yeah uh trace windu says hey rod and karen to uh so glad you had bossy on the main the blackout tips show she is awesome uh she's always an awesome informative guest i can't thank her enough for sharing her own mental health journey on this too much often hearing another plc talk about their mental health helps in many uh so many good ways thank you bossy and rod and karen also can't wait to read her book thanks also yeehaw you guys are not alone <laughs> a ton of black folks love dukes of hazard growing up but i understand now why my folks would never buy me that toy car <laughs> <laughs> sim simmer says hey rod and karen karen's reaction to the niggerfish story made me laugh so loud thank you for making me cackle for a really frustrating story uh bossy and karen were so right about the celebration for white adjacent in the natural hair movement i specifically searched for c to c videos and images like me Mm-hmm. Yeah, on YouTube, it's really, really tough because now that's where a lot of people get their knowledge and their wisdom. And, you know, yeah, you, you can find, like, message boards and all this stuff, but it's so much easier to find videos. Like, I got, like, head wraps and things like that. So a lot of times I will actually go and find different women in different ways that they tie head wraps. But and to an extent, even with that, it's so fucked up. Like I said, once you woke, it's certain styles that I don't even do. I go, oh, that's cute. But then I will know white people are ignorant and dumb, and I don't want them to harass me thinking I'm wearing a hijab because they don't fucking know. Did y'all break up? Cardi and Offset was the poll. Yes, it was us. No, we were too busy being mad at Nicki Minaj. Care? Did you break up Cardi B and Offset? I didn't. So you're too busy being mad at Nicki Minaj. 68% of people agree with you. 32% say yes, it was us. I'm, <laughs> I'm in the 32%. I, I, I was not the y'all. I broke them up. Mm-hmm. Mel Lady says, I hope Nicki never had chil- has children, especially with her defending sexual offenders. She is out of control. Joe says, y'all must be what Offset calls his dick, as in y'all won. Now he gets to go inside so many, many more. Um we got episode 1807 the gender pay gap stars at home not the most funniest title but it was applicable yes it was we got five comments i believe yep we got five on it ow uh these are some long ones brooklyn shoe says 
dear rod and karen i became absolutely triggered listening to you talk about gender chores i'm not even being funny when i got married and would visit my grandmother's home on thanksgiving or christmas or easter or any time when large plates of food would be eaten at rod's cookout lol my grandmother would always call my mother my mom and my aunt to fix our husband's plates when the food was ready instead of having all the adults fix their own plates or the husbands fix their wives plates i would always protest and ask why can't he fix his own plate his legs ain't broke Come on. my grandmother would always jokingly reply that it was the wife's duty then when i had children i would then become responsible for fixing the baby's plates and my then husband's plate because that's the wife's duty my children are damn near teenagers and i'm divorced i I don't still required to fix their plates first when i visit my grandmother's house i look at my family and i want to scream my children can bake a potato bake a chicken breast and make a pot of rice so they certainly have served up a goddamn plate of franks and beans but i don't because i'm accused of being angry and full disclosure my family is a matriarchy and number of women outnumber the men three to one so it's just a lot of internalized sexism right and not um, not for you in particular and then they wonder why you have a generation like i'm not coming to your fucking family functions i will have my own thing separate from y'all because i don't want to deal with this you know like i want to come and have a good time and i don't want to be stressed (laughs) you know and and i don't want to have to deal with this type of thing and they think something's wrong with you for not wanting to come to the christmas function or the thanksgiving function or whatever other functions that they invite you to and a lot of times they don't realize a lot of times they're the problems because you're willing to adapt and adjust and change and the people that are always progressive always have to accommodate the people that that, that are stuck why do i why do i always have to accommodate why why isn't the change ever on your side you don't ever have to change you don't ever have to adapt you don't ever have to adjust you don't ever have to grow and your mind is just the way it is and there's something wrong with me because when i begin to irritate and agitate and be like this shit is dumb they're teenagers they can make their own fucking plates there's nothing wrong with my husband you know if i want to let it be my choice it's not because i'm obligated to out of these are the obligations of a wife and so i completely under i understand your frustration and i understand your your anger uh behind that and like i said you continue to go which is fine a lot of people do but a lot of people just stop going so all of a sudden they wonder why certain people just don't show up the functions they be like i don't want to deal with that shit and i don't want to have to explain i have an argument with you about me not showing up as kids and teens my twin brother and i were being raised by my grandmother my brother was allowed to do more dangerous chores of shoveling snow buying the newspaper from the corner store taking out the garbage even though i was more than capable i was only allowed to do things like set the table for dinner dry put away dishes but called spoiled by aunts by aunts because i was doing more i mean because i was doing more of the dangerous chores i couldn't win for losing specifically remember a time my grandmother had trouble opening a jar my brother was in the other room i was on the weightlifting team at school and sitting right there next to my grandmother she called over my head she called over my head to have my brother open the jar although i was literally the strongest person in the room when my now ex-husband told me after nearly 20 years of marriage all of the reasons he fell out of love with me most of them were of how i didn't perform domestic duties well my dinner dishes were boring i couldn't cornrow our daughter's hair it took me too long to put away the the clean laundry i didn't do a good job of keeping our place organized he literally said this to me with a straight face as though i didn't also have a full-time job working with small children all day i had to come home and take care of our two small children including taking them to dance class being their scout leader and 
doing and being the classroom mom chaperone chaperoning their class trips and calling out sick for my job to take care of my children when they were sick and there was never any discussion about that it was just assumed that i had to stay home if my daughter was sick and redo my schedule if i had to take them to the doctor and that nigga hated his job and i loved mine it's only now that i'm a single mom living in my on my own and supporting myself that i realized that i was and am a more than adequate mother and that i was and am carrying the majority of the emotional labor of raising a child i'm so sorry for the long rambling response like i said i was really triggered by that story i'm clearly still dealing with 40 plus years of familiar sex familial sexism and gendered favoritism i'm just hoping that as a mom i could teach my daughters that they are capable of doing whatever they want to do without gender being a factor thanks for sharing and bringing this up and how can i approach this and you know what baby i am so glad that you realize your worth because so many women are are where you were and they don't realize their worth uh because that's very insulting for a man to look you dead in your fucking face and tell you some shit like that when you know you are going above and beyond i'm surprised the nigga's still living (laughs) because i'd have been like bitch what what do you fucking like it it have been a brawl like you know because it's like it's like they question your motherhood they question you being a woman and everything uh in most households straight households the emotional labor falls on the woman the for the children and the husband now a, a lot of the, the the these things fall on the woman and it's not fair and it's not right uh and you know because society does not teach men to actually chip into the household i'm bringing home the bacon quote unquote i'm sorry peter uh, i'm bringing home the bacon is all he's supposed to fucking do and i'm supposed to take care of all these household responsibilities and still find the energy to fuck you and still find the energy to be attractive and still find the energy to do all these other things that you demand on me but these same demands are not placed on men you know it's it's been a shift in the generations when more men are starting to step up and willing to step up i've i've seen more stay-at-home men you know i've seen more men going well when i was growing up my father really wasn't there and i didn't have a relationship or a connection with him so now i don't want to be a man that my children are scared of i don't want to be the men of the house and have my children the only time i spend time with my children if it's something that i want to do sports related that's why a lot of children get into sports uh, little girls and little boys uh, or, or whatever your gender is or however you identify get into sports because they desire the approval of their parents so you know and it's one of those things where a lot of times we've talked about it before where men aren't taught to have empathy and sympathy and think outside of themselves when it comes to their household it doesn't mean they don't love them it just meant the men aren't taught to actually look at the household as an entire fucking household outside of themselves you have to not only put money on the table you need to be emotionally involved you need to chip in and all these other things because you would drive a woman fucking crazy and then when she snaps or have a mental breakdown or shit like that everybody want to blame you for cracking when women are not superheroes yeah that's um a big part of it i think for me though it's more about men right because um like the like one the women in your life accepted that treatment and probably conditioned you to want a man that would want those values in a woman even if they were values you never held high esteem in and didn't want for yourself right so you still can they still define what a man was for you and for what a man is for a lot of people is something that 
in a lot of ways doesn't exist it's a myth of a man right there isn't there are very few men who bring home the bagels right there are very few men i'm sorry if we can tell, kill two birds with one scone uh if we can feed, <laughs> feed two birds with one scone here um it is there's there's men who we've been conditioned to do the least at home and call it the most right it's this is what privilege is right it's like white people feel like you know every spot in a university belongs to a white person men feel like every job belongs to a man and sometimes a woman gets one and that's affirmative action right so this that's kind of the conditions that we have but i would address the men with this and be like there's a lot of men right now listening to our show that think they're happily married think they have a happy wife think that everything is going great but is it what do you contribute to your household is your day over when you hit the door you know is happiness in your home defined as i get to watch the game and you are looking after our kids and cooking and cleaning and all the other shit after you get off work bathing them and closing them it's a lot homework yeah you know like what is exactly you know and this isn't to be like uh because all men are blank i'm saying Mm -hmm. i'm saying like are you asking yourself what do you what's your contribution to the to the household cutting grass once a week is an awesome thing that needs to be done but is that it you know like i think that matters you know my father cooks around the house cleans uh ridiculously to to my in my opinion but he's a clean freak uh he cuts the grass he's always working the second and third different jobs and all kinds of chores like hobbies and side gigs and yard work i'll never work as hard as my dad period i like he's he's one of the hardest people working people i've ever met in my life but you know it didn't just turn into like and that's it you know and that evolved over the years too you know um it's not he, my mom cooks like and like i said I'm, I'm i actually ashamed looking back on this but i'll share i share with y'all every once in a while to make this point me and my brother grew up calling this one uh type of dish my mom made slavery chicken mm-hmm. it was like gravy rice and chicken and it was a casserole type dish and it was smothered in there and my whole life you know she would make this dish and i'd be like oh you made this you made this probably slavery twice chicken. a week yeah me and my brother the slavery chicken again you know like making jokes and shit now the first thing is when i went my ass to college you want to know the first fucking meal i wanted to eat right exactly uh, like i was in college and i was in the calf like this is some bullshit come on where is the slavery chicken <laughs> my mama slavery chicken oh, i miss my mama slavery chicken came back for thanksgiving uh no fall break and she had made slavery chicken i ate the fuck out of that slavery chicken and my brother had already you know he was like on some uh you know he had been at home he was still in high school so he was on some like whatever nigga i was over there eating slavery chicken like i didn't even need a fork i was like give me this motherfucking slavery chicken nigga you don't know us too yeah you done you done you're not gonna eat that because like it was it was delicious then right but that's the first part right it's just shameful for that but then the second part of it is this women who and people who have to cook often in your household cook for utility 
yes they don't cook it's about feeding the maximum amount of people with the least amount of cost with the you know least the, amount of effort. the most amount of flavor and the least amount of effort because i have right. other shit to do and i've been working all day and that's the difference like so while you can be like a fucking culinary uh culinary artist artiste with the meals you make when you're making one meal a month or when you're making like you know um well you you have unlimited time or you're just like this is gonna be a project this weekend to make gumbo or some shit yeah you can you can do that and you can fancy it up you can buy all the the fucking like exclusive uh, ingredients yeah right let me get this exotic pair from so-and-so well i looked up a menu because it's still like a kind of fun thing for you but if someone said hey so you need to cook for four people five nights a week um yeah you goddamn right the dishes might get a little boring you know what else is boring me having to cook for your punk ass every day that's also boring you know, you know what, what? I mean? it's gonna be some motherfucking repeats too right like what the fuck you think this is this is not an audition did you have did you marry a chef did you allow me a chef amount of time to make a fucking meal or do you want to eat by 7 30 every day so you can then sit on the couch drink a beer and watch the game and tune the fuck out like let's keep it real so i think that that's a huge part of the and this is why i said it's very important not to teach first of all kids but especially male identified boy presenting type kids how to cook for so they can learn the labor because if you learn the labor you appreciate the labor now my father was a hey tell your mom thank you for cooking type of dude it didn't matter what the fuck the meal was slavery chicken pot roast whatever the fuck it he was, was like y'all better appreciate this shit tell your you mom doing. yeah tell your mom thank you and then did you tell your mom thank you and then you go and fucking do the dishes and all that shit and we didn't let him we couldn't use a dishwasher we had to do it my hand and shit so there was an appreciation that was kind of bred into us or forced into us to a certain extent but it's not the same appreciation as having to do the work you know me and my brother know how to cook somewhat you know um uh i know how to cook more now but you know i I always learned how to i knew how to do breakfast and stuff my dad would teach us that stuff my mom you know my mom and that's the other thing my dad's cooking since he's not doing it as often it's an experience it's come in here let me show you how to make some omelets you know come in here let me show okay this is how you do a steak this is how you do this right but with my mom man she ain't got time for no fucking lessons she gotta make this meal (laughs) you know what i'm saying like she is a bunch of shit she wants to do and she gotta do this shit five days a week it's not fucking come in the kitchen and let's have a fairy tale song right so anyway all that to say like yeah it's very gendered it starts at a young age and ultimately it does affect our adulthood you know so i'm sorry that that happened to you mm-hmm. but it's probably better that y'all aren't together because come on that's a lot of pressure and only somebody that truly didn't appreciate you or appreciate how much work that was would say something like that to you because the end of the day is it's a partnership and anything he feels that you're insufficient on as a partner as a partnership one of y'all can be able to get it done you see what i'm saying like so rather than me coming in the house and being like i can't believe the clothes aren't folded well guess who guess who got two arms guess who got guess who can go over there and fucking fold the clothes too you know like it's 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 more than that you know um so i think if you approach it as a partnership it'll work out differently and um you know i'm 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 not trying to hold myself as as some great perfect example i just think you know these are just the way the way i view the world sometimes and it's just like why let that hold my household back 
right and it's also and and not to get off topic but to but to talk about the food it's one of those things where when you were a kid and your mama say take the food out the freezer and you don't you wonder why they get home and they fucking live it right because you have fucked up their schedule now right and now i have to make alternate plans for whatever i had or now i have to go back out and go to the grocery store now like as a child you really don't understand the importance of that but as an adult you're like oh now i understand when my mama got home and she would be fucking like oh why didn't you do what i told you to do and it would be problems in the household because in your mind you didn't think twice about it right so yeah i'm just thankful when somebody take the time out to cook really trey says you just want to be left alone everyone else gets to be fucking left alone uh karen said that uh thank you for saying this karen there are so many days as a black person i want to yell from this from the rooftops at the job or of course everywhere we have to deal with people hating us because we simply fucking exist thank you guys for the opinions you give those opinions have helped me and many others get through the bullshit we endure every day in this life thanks so much trace windu thank you eve says that woman who wrote the apology to her husband's ex-wife is the queen of audacity come on nowhere was there a real apology in that letter and actually in the very beginning she tries to deflect by saying i know this affair was painful for you but i know you understand because you had an affair too bitch what how the fuck do you know if you never met her she clearly states she doesn't believe what her husband's has been saying about her ex because she knows she now knows what a dick he is but she believed that part fuck that bitch i wish her all the unhappiness she has coming her way that's a great point casey cologne says karen Mm-hmm. i have a three-year-old daughter and i was shocked that they're being asked for allowance it didn't even dawn on me until rob mentioned it it was just as i was just as confused as you okay i'm glad i'm not the only one of course they would but i wouldn't have known anything about it till it was too late and it was time to pay up technology has come a long way thanks guys Mm-hmm. sofa king says i'm a couple years older than y'all and i've never really heard of this candy cane business either in fact it sounds like the sort of bullshit ray lewis would have made up in ray lewis voice the j stands for jesus <laughs> that, that, that's a good point i agree <laughs> um are the chores in your household divided by gender yes as an adult and yes when i was a child 20 percent. say yep no as an adult but yes when i was a child 27 percent. no as an adult and not when i was a child either 51 percent. that's pr- like i said our audience has got to be a really progressive audience because there's no way feel like most people would would say that and then this this is the lowest percentage two percent which i i I just put this option on that just to cover all the bases but yes as an adult but not when i was a child so you grew up in a place where the chores weren't gender you did whatever you know like chores around the house and then you become an adult and they're like no you're a woman you do dishes you're a man you take out the trash that's that's interesting all right we had comments joe says division is an interesting term here when i was a kid i had a turn washing dishes and vacuuming my sister had turns taking out the garbage however only my brother and i had turns mowing the lawn i'm sure there must be things my sister did that neither of i i know my brother did but i cannot think of anything ultimately though i would put things things that divided that said i pay somebody to mow my lawn now okay big baller joe mia says i only had sisters and live in a single parent home with my mom so we had to do all the shit gender didn't matter i guess since we were all the same gender but when i moved in with my husband who did things by gender growing up we bumped heads for a while nigga you use these dishes just like i can 
uh i do so you can watch them come on took some breaking uh, breaking but now he he don't associate chores by gender and we work together to get the housework done be by the way i do want to add i'm not judging people for the way they do the chores or whatever in their marriages and relationships all these marriages and relationships are different correct not enough respect is given to that and not enough is said about that from the so-called experts and relationship advice people and all the folks that are judging online as long as no one's being abused i don't give a fuck that's and that's real the realest of talk because for every person that's like i absolutely hate this shit and i do not want this for my life there is somebody out there that really does want to quote unquote take care of a man mm-hmm. and there's some dude that really does he means it when he says he wants a housewife and to raise the kids and he will provide the money and if that's a deal that you make with somebody hey more power to you i just want people to be happy raise happy healthy kids all that type of shit be happy healthy adults whatever i'm i'm not rooting against anyone to be honest so if that's your if that's the way you kick it that's cool you know i i think it's just something especially as wages have frozen um we just don't have a lot of opportunity for that anymore there's not a lot of men or there's not a lot of one income household providers period anymore uh bean says woo i could write a dissertation on this but since this is a four thousand character five thousand character limit i'll try to get to the point not only were chores divided by gender but essentially my girl slash womanhood and or to a larger extent my literal humanity were put on the line due to my ability to do a chore and do them well i have an older brother and a younger sister and while my parents preached the nonsense of we all live in the same house we all use the same things we all need to be responsible for taking care of the house that was blatantly untrue my father literally couldn't be bothered to pick up the remote a foot next to him and called my siblings mostly my sister and i or my mother to fetch it for him up until the last few years i'm 32 i've never seen my father do domestic work my mother will often go out of her way to insult me if things were weren't to her liking and say that no one would want uh, to even sit next to me because i couldn't do x y or x in the way that she liked and even some of the more manly chores were still relegated to the mother and kid to my mother and kids through uh though my brother was increasingly excused because he was working and in school despite my sister and i also going to school and working Mm. and i'm sure in my mother's mind that one day uh sister and i will be wives and mothers the joke's on her because we both don't want kids and could go either way about marriage and there's the idea you'll always be working so you might as well start now there's also immigrants from the caribbean oh well they're also immigrants from the caribbean it's even further still and there's almost no room for discussion because as far as they're concerned you're just complaining to for trying to ask or discuss fairness i have zero tolerance for it i'll clean up after myself though my room is a mess but that's not hurting anyone because no one else is in that space and help out around the house though if my boyfriend and i do get married he already knows what the deal is about these gender chores i feel you on all of that Hmm ct says i'm the oldest of three children with a little brother and sister my brother is lazy my mother enabled his laziness while it was expected for me and my sister to clean out our room do laundry and wash dishes it was a victory if my brother succeeded by washing his behind correctly he got allowances while my sister and i may have got a pat on the back and my sister and i were expecting to be uh, were expected to be responsible for others while my brother could be as raggedy as he pleased hindsight is always 2020 and now i can tell you that the girls in the house have much more discipline than my brother and my mom is probably kicking herself now for not teaching my brother how to appreciate the work that it takes to make a home and keep him comfortable and with all that being said chores are divided in my house but i enable my husband to be lazy 
i did all the cooking and cleaning in my house and then got mad because my husband acted like he was allergic to picking up a pan mm-hmm. but since i've been out of the country for work he had to figure out how to do the basics himself so when i go back trust and believe there's going to be a new standard i do hate going outside of cutting grass and cleaning grills and such so i usually that work for him but i've done it before i just feel like if i do the majority of work inside the house the least he can do is a yard work yeah it's like i said if that works for y'all that works right like gender chore is not necessarily it doesn't have to be a ridiculous thing Mm -mm. there are things where someone's physically stronger it would make sense and if they have the knowledge like if he know how to fix a fucking car why would it make sense for y'all to split that evenly let me spend an hour fucking the car up and then you spend an hour fixing it right that's stupid you know what i mean it even if it is like we're adults and one of us knows how to cook and the other one doesn't and you know um and i've decided okay well cool i'll be doing all this cooking inside and shit uh i i don't mind doing that that's my domain you stay out of my kitchen there are some people like that um but like i said it's it's just a matter of happiness what is making people happy versus what is expected a lot of people fall into these roles because that's what we've been told we have to do but is that what's making you happy right you know if it's not making you happy then think about it talk about it men how many of us have women do this work for us without asking and we don't even know if they're happy we don't even know if it's something they want to do you know what if you just said hey would you um mind if i cook once a week if you had a kind of woman that's like no stay out of my kitchen or partner really I, it doesn't really have to whatever yeah. the relationship if that person's like no stay out of my kitchen okay well that's that's the response you know but there's a lot of people that were like oh i thought you never fucking asked like oh i'm yeah. exhausted thank god yeah oh you took out the trash okay yeah or or be like be like <clears> baby <throat> you know at least you know once a week uh me and the kids to do something so you can spend a few hours here by yourself you mind if i do that right um now we've got one daughter so i don't have to worry about what i pay my son versus my daughter argument but i will make sure she does every chore both inside and outside the house so she has the tools to take care of herself that is long enough thank you for reading and talk, uh, talking about this it's really interesting thank you mm-hmm. yeah i saw uh reagan gomez in this episode on uh twitter and was saying how she didn't know this and thanks to us for bringing it up so thank you for listening reagan mm-hmm uh the last episode was 1808 what are you jerking it to what are you jerking to in 2018 uh, uh. hopefully reagan skipped this one it was uh ah! very pointy um freezer says it feels like i only really leave comments when i that when i'm well actually in some pop culture trivia but get in where you fit in i suppose well let's stop right here freezer you do not have to do that now i'm not saying you don't have to write in the correctors which i mean you don't technically but you can write in about other stuff yes you can we you can mind. let us know we're doing a good job you can tell us some conversations you enjoyed or something that made you laugh yes we don't mind don't be a stranger freezer and plus this way i won't associate you with always correcting us and then i won't get a negative you know what I'm saying like it's just a human thing I, I and i'm saying this to you but i'm really saying this to everybody mm-hmm. it's a human thing uh if you mostly talk to somebody when it's to like correct them or say what they did wrong or to say something you didn't like or to say how they could be better there's nothing necessarily wrong with those things especially if you say them politely but it does become like an eye-rolling situation when you're like this nigga we all do it so just as a hint to everybody write in about something nice too um but i'm not saying this is gonna be mean but you, you get my point 
discussing where Bowsette came from and why there is enough porn of her to justify a porn category is a story of a meme culture at its best slash worst back when new super mario brothers u was announced for the switch they announced that the toadette would be a playable character and she would also have a power-up item unique with her the super crown which would turn her into a half princess peach character called peachette who was basically peach with toadette's pigtails uh the the that started the discussion among fans as to what other characters would look like if they got the super crown Hmm. cut to a few weeks later and an artist called ayyk92 uh tweeted out a fan con oh wait a fan comic based on the ending of super mario odyssey can you really spoil the ending of a mario game where peach rejects mario ah! where peach reject mario's and browser's marriage proposals while consoling each other bowser reveals that he has the super crown cut to a panel of mario walking arm in arm with the newly transformed bowser then unnamed to the shock of peach and Luigi, the comic went viral uh um and for massive 40,000 likes and 10,000 shares in a day the suddenly every artist including a few program and manga artists decided to try their hand at the newly dubbed bowsette from there the memes and the porn flowed at this, and at that point at this point every mario character had been portrayed as getting the super crown treatment though the only one who's taken off anywhere near the level of bowsette is boo set king boo um personally my favorite of the brunch is non-porn blooper the little floating squid tries on the crown it turns him into a squidling from splatoon that got away from me on the word count but hopefully it's still interesting enough it was very interesting freezer and it was very nice yeah very educational uh doug b says about the categories in gay porn twinks can be feminine but don't have to but are always skinny and in that barely legal 18 to 20 something age room oh as for straight there's a lot of porn scenarios involving sleeping with straight dudes it's weird but kind of funny as to how the porn industry pays men most of the gay porn models are straight anyway your podcast the rest doug b yo you know what i would be interested in what is the pay gap between straight dudes doing say you know i'm straight but i'm doing gay porn and like gay dudes who are just like i'm doing gay porn i bet you they paid them straight dudes more too you know they do mm-hmm. like interracial porn quote unquote that's only white and black it's never like interracial uh latina and a, and a black man sorry it's asian a, right it's never yeah it's never like uh asian person had sex with a uh with a black woman interracial porn Mm-mm. nope nope nope, nope. For some nope. reason that's not considered interracial. only interracial is um, black and white, white EVE says i love me some tiffany haddish i've been a fan of her since i saw her on the comedy special some years ago amy schumer and linnell were also on this program and when amy schumer blew up i wonder what happened to tiffany i've been so happy for her success and i think most people were happy to but uh but with success comes haters people who hate tiffany hate her because they're more concerned about the white gays and how white people view us <clears throat> because of our personality i've heard people call her ghetto and have said that she's setting us back when the truth is people see tiffany haddish and label all black people as ghetto as though uh uh as oh though those are racist in in the first place uh so they're was really no change in their mind this is the same thing that happened with when leslie jones got some shine i agree yep because most of us have family members <coughs> that fit some of the some of the characteristics of these women and you're technically going to tell them you're ashamed of your own family member your own people yeah I, I i still remember our episode about leslie jones and i stand by everything i ever said about that you know and i know that makes me makes it uncomfortable for some um 
some of the like kind of wokeyish you know you know the the kind of shea butter feminist types or whatever but i don't care i don't need to agree with you on everything and that's when i will always no matter how you try to frame it i'm always feel like it's a deep shame of the fact that she's a certain type of black woman and does a certain type of comedy and then you couch it in a bunch of like big ass words and try to act like that's not what it is but i see you for who you are boo you can't fool me with that bullshit if she looked a certain type of way you would be fine with that shit um and also that's her really a comedic voice and people took her jokes and really made them into the most like vile just the most harshest way of taking those jokes the harshest way they they refused to relent on the fact that she was talking a lived experience or she was making a deeper point and we broke down joke for joke line for line like why the fuck those jokes were not problematic and what they were really hinting at and it didn't matter because people saw a big loud black older woman right. and went the fuck off because they well they felt embarrassed that white people would be laughing at anything she said and i stick by all that shit and i'll never forget that day mm-hmm. and that's still people i really don't fuck with after that because i saw their analysis of it and was like i know what this is really about and i'm not interested in sitting at your table um people will root for someone until they surpass you i hope tiffany get that's the other problem leslie got too big because she made them same fucking jokes in front of black people and yeah. nobody had a problem with at it. all had a fucking 30 40 year old 40 year career of of making motherfuckers laugh and being definitely funny it wasn't until she got to snl that motherfuckers decided like these jokes ain't funny no more fuck out of my face worry about white people so fucking much if they hate you they hate you don't matter where you say the jokes it'd be madison square garden it could be up the street the comedy zone it don't matter where you say them if they hate you they hate you it doesn't matter if she's in the fucking in the ghostbusters movie or not put another black woman in there put wanda sykes in there they still gonna hate you stop worrying about them so fucking much uh people will root for someone until they surpass you i hope tiffany gets all the money in 2019 and i'll be looking out for her season this all because i will buy it you know what i'm gonna put it on my list uh the poll was do you think 2019 will have even more shootings school shootings than 2018 karen yes 67 percent says yes 4% says the number will go down and 29 percent say it'll be about the same phil says i'm still waiting on the live shooting to happen i'm very surprised it hasn't yet in the world we live in as of december 13th the indiana school shooting was stopped because of tip given to police they engaged in a firefight with the kid until he shot himself with the nra and the second amendmenters uh fighting tooth and nail to put a halt to gun reform talks the shootings will continue and more thoughts and prayers will be the solution because it's too soon to push an agenda and so on and so on that's a good point yeah and i I remember that dude that shot some dude on facebook live he was killing people because i think his girlfriend left him or something and he was just out killing people and riding around took him a few days to find him like it's crazy man Jawan says american exceptionalism can't stop won't stop ct i'm sorry go ahead no i said right ct says this administration has no intention of making more restrictive gun laws we aren't going to see any decrease in school shootings unless the states go ahead and make their own laws to protect their children with the recent election resulting in more liberals in office we may see some change at the state level of governance but i doubt that it's enough to change gun laws Mm -mm. i agree sadly i agree let's see uh i think we got two voicemails let me see if i can play these it's from yesterday you know how it likes to take his sweet ass time. So. Uh, 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 uh. 
the voicemail number is 704-557-0186 yep Hey, Karen, Rob. This is Kadisha. I am just getting home from work and just sitting in my car, uh, perplexed by the shit that I keep hearing. Um, just to be clear, being a black woman who is not straight, it's such a fucking drag. It's a fucking drag. It's, it's already hard to be a woman. It's already hard to be a black woman. And now you have to deal. <clears throat> and then on top of that, to deal with the constant hearing of your black before your gay, your being black Trump's gay, being like, we born this way. We are born the way we we're fucking born and to hear that shit from the people who look like us is a fucking drag on my day. Sorry, sorry to let that be nice. Alright, uh, and let me get back to these jokes sorry <laughs> uh yeah sorry now kadisha did call back so let me play her next one first and then we'll get into um feedback on it and once again let's just let her take a sweet time <laughs> okay it's kadisha again i had a little 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 minor breakdown hi again um I just want to go back and give you what I was talking about earlier, um, referring to the Kevin Hart story and the things that he joked about and stuff like that. Like, anyway, feel simple to apologize because I didn't hear the joke, but now that I've heard the joke, it's like, it's not funny. I understand people might have laughed then, but... It's not funny. It wouldn't have been funny then. I would have had a pause and probably still continued watching the comedy show and laugh at other things afterwards. But when you watch comedy shows, you do have that pause at moments that you don't like what they say. But it doesn't mean that you're going <clears> to, <throat> I guess, write them off. But you know what would have made it so much easier? A fucking apology. Because it's already hard and hurtful enough than to hear it from your own parents, you know, and it happens so often, like, so often. So often. Um, but yeah, that's what I was referring to earlier. Bye, thank you for kadisha i believe was your name thank you so much for calling in mm-hmm. um and yeah that's the i'm sure that shit stresses everybody out and especially stresses you out because you're black you're a woman you're uh like you said not straight and then you have to deal with motherfuckers defending people like him correct you know um one of the things that i think doesn't get said enough in um a lot of this stuff is that when you're in a marginalized group you actually are kind of used to being offended you used to people fucking up 
like it's not something you necessarily want to get used to but you become used to it um you become numb to it sometimes not saying not all the time but sometimes but you know what else you become used to people fucking up and being like okay you know what you apologize no big deal let's move on i prefer not to talk about it as well now you you get you fucked up you say why you fucked up i'm good right that's one of the things you become used to and it's that's one of the reasons i don't think it's such a big deal now maybe it's just because the way i look at my life and it's not as big a deal to me in my personal life as like if someone apologizes for something they did i'm mostly like all right cool you know what i mean like what the fuck i'm gonna just sit around fuck you nigga i don't give a fuck you apologize i'm not one of those people for the most part if you apologize you seem genuinely sorry whatever i can't i don't want to hold a grudge every time i see you i'm not that person and i think a lot of us work like that i think the internet is not really based on people like that but in general a lot of us are like okay you fucked up cool like you know because most fuck-ups aren't even like major shit it's you know we always think of the major like betrayals and this some fuck-ups are just like oh you called me the wrong thing or you uh you, you said you were gonna come to this event you didn't come or you you know something and you just go all right you fucked up you sorry cool well that's kind of how a lot of this shit with homophobia racism and shit is to me too where it's like the the initial infraction ain't even that bad you think it's the first time i heard somebody say something fucked up about a black person or something fucked up about a gay person or something fucked up about whatever group of people no it's not you you're actually quite common this is happens all the time what i would like to hear which is much more rare is i fucked up i won't do that again and i'm sorry that's it i don't need no fucking long ass this shit that people claim they need to see on the internet that they never i've never seen work you know i've never seen these people that claim they need a good apology forgive somebody for like that's a damn good apology they always are like no fuck that apology for it's always wrong well most people aren't like those people on the internet so what about all these other people that are willing to forgive you and it's not the end of the world i think kevin hart really freaked the fuck out because he wants to be liked and he's sensitive and he thought everybody hates me and the people on the internet so mean and that's what he thought and i'm saying you are a guy making a joke about killing a child for being gay you don't get to tell everybody else they're the ones who are mean i'm not even saying you're wrong that they're not not everyone is good not everybody on the internet involved in this even cares some of them are just in it because fuck you right and it's something to do but there's a lot of people that are sitting on the sidelines that are really like i wish you hadn't said that you know and ultimately that's the apology he gave at the end but he could have just been upfront about it all right emails uh the blackout tips at gmail.com is our email address let me see what we got new we got one from sweden a new review five stars if this doesn't deserve five stars nothing does this is by put her in the buck from sweden oh my god uh five stars karen and rod are a pair of real ones they will not lull me with a falsehood or pander to my feelings they will give it to me rawer than a brother on black draw ha you no one has put him in the buck you want to learn some truth between the laughing and tears this is a podcast for you thank you um all right let's go to the next email Ooh, there's a lot of these all right what is this one they had a lot to say uh i think i got another oh okay maybe my email is acting stupid it didn't delete that email all right Teresa writes in love you guys and hollered when rod talked about titties not getting respect (laughs) 
so true teach a class rod to the men i for one will not be bothered by men who don't enjoy my babies they deserve just as much attention lol i love the show keep up the good work Teresa. thank you i'm just trying to educate people all right look anyone is the titty enthusiast okay so even if you you don't have to be a man you know if you're just into these titties respect them praise them worshiping them yvonne says rod and karen firstly i'm a proud advocate for white people news i enjoy driving my car with my jaw drop listening to such atrocities no matter what other people say about it thank you <laughs> secondly tonight i took a friend to get him out of the house i'll spare the details no need to dump emotional burdens on y'all but he just experienced a heavy heavy loss and i'm driving him back home and i had your podcast plan and he asked if i could turn it down he puts both hands on the dash and starts sobbing his life out until he hears 99 problems playing he effortlessly switches to confused laughing to oh is this the remix ha 99 problems somebody trying to tell me something and he continues laughing though the first through the first verse interjecting with how, how awful it was unfortunately he only made it to the beginning of the verse too and he turned my radio off okay this is fucking horrible then he continues to cry so ultimately thank you for the white people news and giving my friend a verse and a chorus to escape reality i know it isn't y'all's intent for the segment but i wanted to let you know that impact it had tonight so so on tonight i'm forever appreciative my friend could forget about his loss and confusion and replace it with laughter if even for a minute and some seconds love y'all love the podcast thank you and i promise i'll submit my five-star review sooner than later infinite thanks yvonne thank you thank you and uh yeah i hope i uh, hope everything works out for your, mm-hmm. your friend uh toynia i think maybe it's tanya but it looks like toynia uh says kevin hart not apologizing will fumble his bag from 2016 to 2018 kevin hart has been in every comedy movie however now he has refused to apologize for the homophobia watch how many movies he'll be in for 2019 2020 uh 99 of the movies that hart is in now are backed by white dollars the white people are now going to see him as problematic white folks don't like rebellious negroes this will have a domino effect also over thanksgiving weekend hart had a baby a birthday party for his one-year-old son the theme was cowboys and indians it's like hart is trying to be the new front man for assholes y'all saw that the only thing i'll add is i'm i'm not 100 percent sure well one i think he's probably already recorded all his movies for 2019 right that stay working um now 2020 that's when we might see the decrease right but uh what i was gonna say though is uh i'm, I'm not sure that people gonna hold him to that they're not uh laugh my ass off use a fucking fool your voices when you reenacting the story had me rolling nigga when you said they ain't even looking for me they looking for pudding tame i was dying on the floor i had all the white folks on my floor asking what's so, so funny thanks for the laugh i love you guys and if you want to shoot me a christmas card uh shoot me a card my address is and they leave the address merry christmas the only thing is you didn't leave your name for this christmas card i don't have a signature or anything can you if you're listening to this can you email me um uh, another email with your name mm-hmm. for this address i see it's in arizona so hit me up uh allegra writes in them nice, duke boys them duke boys just some good old boys mm-hmm. never meaning no harm because all you ever saw been in trouble with the law since the day they was born guess who guess who's what's been on my mind since you and bossy talked about slash saying about it on episode 1806 the duke boys were my shit as a youngin luke duke was boyfriend except he didn't know it and uh i and love saying roscoe pico train 
mm-hmm. my my cousin and i watched that show religiously and stopped watching promptly after they switched actors played bo and luke in protest it i was bitter <laughs> in protest i remember that it was whack by then i was bitter my cousin had a dude i i say that like it wasn't always whack but whatever uh it was, <laughs> it was definitely whack when they tried to replace them niggas i said what is this who done switched out my coffee uh i was bitter uh, that my cousin had a duke of hazard lunch pail low-key i obviously had not for- forgot that slight on my aunt's part the other show that was our shit the 18 yes mm-hmm. 18 was my shit thanks for sending me spiraling back down memory lane great episode yeah 18 stayed killing people without killing people they thought they were gi joe out that motherfucker come on the big ass van right shit blowing up oh yeah they died they ain't tell you they died we're gonna drive past a collapsible thing that they just left on the fucking bad guys lawn and it falls on top of the bad guys so it's like we didn't kill nobody even though we got machine guns and shit right like get the fuck out of here y'all would have had to kill everybody white people news they're on the camera love the show love the authenticity if you hadn't had this in white people news yet i think you should tamara ecclestone a million dollar heiress had a chocolate cake decorated as a christmas tree this year to celebrate christmas i know it's not pumpkin spice but a giant chocolate cake has to be almost as good as pumpkin spice from hannah the original scandinavian pale face the home of the true paleness um ah! yeah i you know i will add it to my white people news rotation we'll we'll next time we do white people news it'll be in there all right uh let's see tristan writes in feedback hey rod and karen i stand i stand with kevin hart thing on social media open my eyes to human nature i guess oh the i stand with kevin hart mm-hmm. thing. okay i see what you said i read that wrong man i almost made you look stupid my bad dog <laughs> the i stand with kevin hart thing on social media really opened my eyes to human nature he didn't die go to jail or lose out on making any significant money but black people really held him up like he lost everything they really sounded like trump supporters as karen always says bigotry comes from the same source Mm -hmm. i really hate that so many of us don't see that we have to let the isms and the phobias go before we can all be free come on that dividing ourselves over a joke that isn't even funny isn't worth it i'm not surprised people feel the way they do but it gave me this venn diagram between white trump supporter and oppressed black people Mm -hmm. come on listen they don't agree on trump right black people do not agree on trump but i'll never forget how many evangelicals fuck with george w bush yes they did like that shit wasn't that like i remember people taking trucks i mean buses to be like we on board with Republican. and i'm like for what though for what you know and i'm not talking about some significant portion but enough to make me go oh this black people conservative as fuck it's just that racism thing is just uh, it's too much you can give them a white dude that's conservative but convinces them that they he's not that racist a lot of people will make some strange bedfellows if you know what i mean i'm not sure if y'all said it or made it up but we need to popularize the phrase burning the bag because <laughs> that's all i've been seeing from kevin to city girls i'm sick of people not knowing how to play the game and fucking up their bag in the process two blocks from the bank and just took a lighter to it the bag has to be <laughs> yo that's poking holes into this shit burning the bag might be the title of the episode come on uh 
the bag has to be deposited before it's secured you all had some drama with another show and you addressed it without making the show a negative place for the advertisers who work with you i respect that you recognize that there's there a bag there's a bag that could be burned over something insignificant and went the other direction i lose respect for the celebrities who are so self-righteous they realize what they they don't realize what they lost come on dog come I know, on i know this is an audio podcast but i just gave you the come on dog come on face and karen gave you the audio version of it because nigga for real uh speaking of bags i'm contacting the lawyer when Rod said they could replace kevin hart with Lil rail same height same nigga i was eating grits do you know how much it hurts <laughs> to choke on grits <laughs> i'll be suing you for throat damage i'm just saying think about it guys uh <laughs> did y'all get an allowance as kids i remember saving money but keeping the money left over from running the money in to pay gas after running the money to pay gas i'm realizing how old i am for gas to have been cheap enough for that to be changed from 20 in the 90s come on dog gas gas used to be dirt cheap we're talking about 30 40 50 cent a gallon let me see yeah in the 90s in the 90s no 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 yeah 80, okay i was like i was about the 80 90 <laughs> i'm sorry 80 90 karen was going back to uh 1973 or something i I don't know about this about 80 90 it was less than a dollar Uh, yeah it was definitely less than a dollar but i don't never remember 20 30 cents how old are you (laughs) i know black women magic and everything black don't crack but i don't that's some great depression prices (laughs) karen's like black don't crack do you but that is do you really know how old i am oh no i'm good um (laughs) (laughs) uh i definitely had it easier than my older sister uh relating regarding chores but neither of us got paid lol i wonder if i was her older brother if that would have changed the chore gap at home Mm, that's true i didn't think about age that's a good point um lastly and yes i did get an allowance as a kid but it was it was not a steady thing like it was sometimes you know i think Mm -hmm. look when you black if your parents got it they might hook you up with a little something or if you make the case for it my parents are very it's funny my parents are very receptive to us if we can make the argument for like this is why i need an allowance and there was a time when i did need one you know especially once you get a girlfriend and shit like you need some money but uh that's also when i also had to get a job so it's like i allow your ass to go to work and make some money and get a check right uh lastly did y'all see that mark griffin has a youtube channel for the bullet ball on that channel he has one of those nike kaepernick sacrifice everything as as a video uh wasn't sure if you've seen it just thought it was funny see the pic attached you <laughs> that actually make good sense though y'all were a well old machine that uh the one that one goes in the best of rider karen category and for y'all that didn't watch the video please do it's funny and the comments are too he was trying to teach that man regular bullet ball while playing bullet ball extreme my point thanks for the podcast sorry this is a long read tristan <laughs> well you're good thank nah, you baby fine, man thank you um wow he does have a picture that says believe in something even me sacrifice everything just do it wow yo and his edge of, yo he look he done made himself into a little silver fox now can we see watch it? out now ladies hold on let me uh share it on my screen so y'all can see this too i see mark griffin with the come up on the bullet ball money he's like oh back then hoes didn't want me now rich goes all, all on me all up on me like i see him dog get you some mark griffin is it showing up oh shit now Look at him. the glow up is real yes sir. come through he <laughs> is looking like a silver fox 
come through um living in my car right. king. come on now look, look like he done got his shape he done took his shades off and, no he done took his reading glasses off and put them on his shirt and put the shades on got the guns out come on he ain't living in this car no more come on now i guess his ex-wife he, hey, he said hey y'all seen this i said ex-wife okay she left me before my dreams came true so you can come get this some of this bullet ball dick come on <laughs> my point <laughs> come suck on these suck on these bullet balls come on hey <laughs> <laughs> hell wrong with you girl you trying to juggle these old bullet balls and bullet balls extreme come on <laughs> oh man we have fun <laughs> slapping the old bullet balls around you guys know what it's like mm-hmm um i need to save this artwork five feet of five feet of show five feet of show uh art but yeah suck on these bullet balls extreme baby all right let's go to the next email think we got a couple more okay we might switch on a little bit oh what time is it five minutes okay all right we might be able to wrap this up we got two more no one more and then gifts yep uh kiara says um or miss ct says sorry just wanted to say thank you for uploading all episodes in the archive thank you i have been uploading a lot of them i'm going through it now and i'm actually enjoying having like 30 new episodes of the blackout tips a day just a quick side note as i'm doing research on black lives matter i went to dig through archives to find that first episode after the murder of trayvon martin the first episode i could find was 287 the jack attack rod karen jessica chris and jay were all on the episode i start off the episode on the brink of tears naturally uh from being sad then i ended the episode crying laughing because you are all ridiculous it's an art to go from such a traumatic event like trayvon to amish buggy racing you all hit the hard stuff but always try to make sure you leave listeners with some joy thanks guys you truly are the best i sent you both a postcard now i sent it from a military base so it may or may not make it to you before the turn of the century but you both were in my ah! thoughts this holiday season talk to you soon oh thank, thank you. you we hope to receive it soon baby yeah and i have been updating the archives and there's a lot of uh a lot of stuff there i think i'm up to like i want to say 8 30 or so so you know hopefully you guys uh that are listening are getting those um and i'm, I'm trying to keep it updated listening to them too yep all right gifts let's get to them we got a gift in the mail from amazon someone on our wish list um it says hi tbgwt happy holidays from a loyal listener that's it they didn't put that name they didn't put that name and it was karen what was it oh my heat resistant gloves i had wanted some um mitts i think uh they can do they can handle up to 900 degrees they're actually made for grilling but i'm gonna use them from the oven so like if i got to because i like to cook with the with the cast iron skillet that way i can just put my whole hands in there and i don't have to be fumbling with no mitts because you know when you got mitts you can't move your fingers so this one allows me to move my fingers and they're really long it comes up to like uh three quarters of my arm so i actually like to be able to just to reach in the oven and then when we do pizzas and stuff i can pull out the pizza pan and i have to worry about burning myself hold the pizza pan down and cut at the same time so i am looking forward to actually using it and have actually having the freedom of my fingers we also got a christmas card a holiday card um from arian who look at this little cute thing with these do you see this yeah 
yes oh the penguins on it and inside it says hi rod and karen i'm a new listener going on a year now isn't that funny you can be new and it's in a year that's how long we've been doing this my best friend got me listening you guys hope your holidays are wonderful love ari p.s i work in the stationery store so all the cute holiday cards uh, and it says a, a warm joyful wish to you merry christmas this car Aww. is fucking adorable yes baby I, i'm gonna put it up there with my drawer i don't know how far back the cards go but honey i got all of them and then we got this right before we got on the air i don't know who it's from let me open this uh, don't i don't know what it is who it's from mm-hmm. yet uh okay it's uh amazon it's clearly from amazon and it's gift wrapped mm-hmm. <laughs> yes um uh and it counts look at look at this amazon gift wrapping okay i see you fancy mm-hmm. um uh so it comes with a card that says happy holidays Rod and karen i hope 2019 is even better than your dreams i can't express how much having an endless supply shows has helped me get through the mess that has been 2018 enjoy the smell goods love simone and simone oh i'm gonna say john's name sorry about that um all right simone let's see what's in here uh, all right oh oh i think i know what this is i think i know what this is um how do I open the rest of this one? Scissors. I don't know. Sorry, I know I'm on the clock because the show about to end. But give me one second, guys. Yes, it is. It's one of my faves. It's a candle from Smell My Nuts. Yes, yes Smell My Nuts. Smell My Nuts. One of my favorite candle companies. They have the best smelling candles. They do. Um, yes, and they come in this mason jar. Smell my nuts, banana nut bread, toasted coconut, hazelnut. Ooh, I don't think I've heard of that. Mm. Oh, yes. You know what? We went from talking about bullet balls to nuts. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we call podcast serendipity, guys. Yes. It's not going to get no better than that. That's why you come to the best for the nuts and the balls ah! all right we'll talk to you guys tomorrow um until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.